Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Game on! Game on! Boston Bruins fans. I'm Kurt Schmied, and you're listening to Believe in Boston Bruins on the Believe Podcast Network. We believe in Boston Bruins. Do you believe? On this week's episode, the series is tied at two games apiece going out to Long Island, and could Jeremy Swayman start a game in this series? If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're available on all your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn, and you can find us at Believe.com and Apple Podcasts. Well, I want to start off the podcast talking about the fans being back at the TD Garden. I've seen all the videos, and I have to just say, wow. The crowd waiting at the bottom of the escalators in the hub on Causeway gave me chills. It really gave me chills. And then just to hear them cheer when they they allowed the fans up the escalators, oh my God, it was like like watching a movie. It was almost a scene out of a movie. And... To see all the black and gold jerseys, that was awesome. And then the noise level inside the TD Garden when the team took the ice for warm-ups, that was awesome. You know, all the way up until the drop of the puck, I mean, you had Todd Angeli singing the national anthem, the crowd going nuts. It was awesome. It was great to see fans back at the TD Garden. And it's going to be great to see fans, you know, full-capacity crowds during these playoffs. Now, the Bruins came out in Game 1, and they put in a really good effort out of the gate in Game 1. They were pure, they were pure it was pure dominance by the Boston Bruins. The physical gate, I mean, they, they had, they brought in their, they brought their physical game with them, and that was the key to the game. What also helped, though, was the offense going after a young and an experienced Islanders goaltender. Okay. The kid was a rebound machine. I mean, the game... I know the finals I know the Bruins scored five goals against the kid, but it should have been more because this kid was giving up some juicy, juicy rebounds. But it was nice to see David Pasternak finally get on the board, you know, with a hat trick. So I expected him to actually, you know, have a really good performance in game two. And I could say that, you know, it was a little bit disappointing for basically a little bit disappointing for the whole team up until maybe the third period. Now, you know, the Bees got on got on got the early lead in the first period of game two, but you gotta realize that there was no effort whatsoever in the second period. And it's kind of funny, you know, when fights broke out or pushing and shoving and the Boston and you know, what could have led to a Boston um Boston power play. It le- it led to a four on four, and to be honest, I don't like this. The way that the referees dic- are going to dictate, it looks like they're going to dictate the way the game is going to play. And to be honest, 
and no, I don't get on the ref. I I know I always say this, but the refs are. It looks like the refs are trying to hand, you know, trying to screw over the Bruins. They are definitely trying to screw over the Bruins because you got to feel. You got to feel. You know, you got to feel for the team because any time that there was a penalty, it was either against Boston or four on four. The Bruins hardly got any power plays out of it. Of course, they did score a power play goal, but still, you know, I'd like to see a little bit more fairness on the part of the referees. I mean, the 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 officiating the officiating during the playoffs has sucked. No matter what game you've watched, it doesn't matter if you watch the Leafs and Montreal. It doesn't matter if you are watching. You know Edmonton and Winnipeg. It doesn't really, or the Bruins and you know the Bruins and the the Caps, or even this series, the the officiating has really sucked. You know, so, but the momentum switched the bees way in the third period, and they got two, and they scored two to tie the game up. Thank God, Brad Marchand, my guy, came came up and tied the score. So. You know, that was the only bright point for the game. The only exciting point for the game. Overtime, overtime was exciting too. My my heart rate jumped up for a little while. The Bees had their chances in overtime, but couldn't put the puck past the hot Var- Varlamov. And to be honest, Varlamov was the big factor in this game. Okay? He made some big saves when the Islanders needed him to. And to be honest, if the if the if Barry Trotz doesn't go with Varlamov for the rest of the for the rest of the playoffs, he's got to be stupid. All right. I know Sorokin had his chance had his had his big opportunity in the in the Pittsburgh series, but still, you got to go with your you got to go with your veteran goaltender. Same thing with the same thing with Bruce Cassidy. You know, you got to stick with Rask, and I'll bring that up a little later. Rask came up big. On the penalty penalty kill late in the third period, early in overtime, and and guess what? He's the only reason we're in overtime. All right, how can you blame a breakaway goal on on the goaltender after a really bad turnover? So I really don't want to hear it right now. I don't. Okay, it wasn't his fault that the team, you know, that the team lost. Don't. Put the blame on him. All right. It was Jeremy Lazan who screwed up, anyways. And if you think the Bruins will win the next three games against the Islanders with two of the game with two of those games being at full capacity, I don't know. It's going to be a tough road ahead for the Bruins if they play like they did in the second period, especially going out to the island. All right. This shift shifts to the Nassau Coliseum for games three and four. With 12,000 people in attendance. So you think that the TD Garden, you know, 18,000 or so at the TD Garden was loud? This is going to be even louder. With t- Even though there's only 12,000 in the building, that's a smaller building. It's a small, old building. And I think the Islanders are going to be tough to beat in that building since it's the last season at the Coliseum before they move to their new arena at Belmont Park. So... It's going to be a tough road ahead for the Bruins. All right? You know, I know a lot of people after game one, you know, you you were, th- you were going to think that this series was going to be a cakewalk for the team. All right? And I can tell you right now, Bruins fans, we can't get too cocky right now. All right? This series is going to go six or seven games. All right? 
And I know a lot of you are going to get pissed off about this, but hey, you know what? I called it. I even called it last year in the bubble, saying the Islanders were going to be the or were going to be a tough team to beat. I still say that now. They're going to be a tough team, and I and I really think if this series goes six or seven, I would have to give it to the Islanders right now. I have to give it to the Islanders because they're they're going to be the ones really playing their hearts out. All right. Don't go blaming the goaltending. Don't go blaming Rask for if they lose in the if they lose in the if the Bruins lose if if they lose in this round. Don't go blaming him because the defense really did hasn't shown up. I mean, Jeremy Lazan was the only one was no wasn't the only one, but was the was the idiot who coughed up the puck at the end of the game. All right, Lazan should not be anywhere near this lineup right now. All right, let's just hope we can get Miller back. Hell, I would even take Tenorti after the way after after Lazan choked up the puck last night. So, you know, Bruce Cassidy has to think things through about maybe changing the defense a little bit because, you know, I don't want to see I don't want to see Lazan in the lineup. All right, he may have played great. He's still a young young defenseman, but still, Lazan. You know, he coughed up the puck. You know, everybody's saying, you know, yes, he had a solid game last night. He had a pretty good game. But still, there are times when when this guy doesn't even want to show up. All right? He, he doesn't want to show up. And the problem is that last night after the game was over, everybody was blaming Tuka Rask for the loss. Yeah, true. I think he could have put in a better effort trying to stop that trying to stop that breakaway, but still, you can't place the blame on him. Which which makes which makes me say, you know, is is there a good chance that maybe we might see Jeremy Swayman start a game in this series? I doubt it. Because you want to go with your veteran, all right? We saw what Sorokin did for the Islanders in game 1. And what does Barry Trotz do? He goes with his he goes with his veteran. And I think that the that the Bruins should stick with the veteran. They should stick with Rask. You know, I know that Rask probably still isn't a hundred percent from his injury uh, late in the season, but still, or midway through the season, but still, you have to go with the hot hand unless you know a serious, really serious injury occurs to Rask. You know. You know, do they do you put sweat? You know, if if the Bruins are with their backs against the wall, let's just say it's game five. You know, you know, and the Bruins are are on the on the brink of elimination. If it's a, then you start Jeremy Swayman just for shits and giggles. All right, that's it. All right, because I don't want to see. Because my my thing is that. Swayman isn't going to be the a super stud in the playoffs. He's probably going to be more of a choke artist, like everybody's saying that Rask is. All right, you know, let the guy let the guy get some more let some let the guy get some more regular season games under his belt before you throw him into the playoffs. Unless Tuka Rask gets hurt, that's when I would say, yeah, you know what, we could we could put, um, you know, we could put. Uh, Jeremy Swayman in, you know, but still, you know, the bees got outplayed in the second period and, and Lazan's gave a giveaway led to the OT goal. And, you know, 
I, w- I would have expected a little bit more intensity during the second period. All right? But, you know, the way the way this thing turned out last night was, you know, here you thought the Bruins were going to get momentum through the first period, you know, a goal by coil in the first period. I'm like, okay, now we're off and rolling. And then the second period just, just fell apart. I mean, the B- Bruins couldn't even, half the time, the Bruins couldn't even clear out of their own zone. And then when it, that even went for the third part of the third period too, but luckily, you know they got a couple of good breaks and you know the Bruins actually b- pulled it off. You know the only bright spot on defense right now is Charlie Co- is um, Charlie McAvoy and Grizzlick. Those are the only guys. I mean Lazan came up came up empty. Oh, and Carlo Carlo had a decent game. Those three guys had a decent game. Lazan, I don't know. I'm still questioning whether or not he should he should even be on this roster anymore. You know, it, it's it was horrible. You know, and you know when you get completely outplayed in the second period, it's kind of sad. I mean, it they got outplayed, they got outmuscled, everything, and the Islanders had a lot of things go their way in that period. I mean, a lot of lucky, a lot of lucky goals that Tuka Rask should have had. All right, I admit, yeah, he sucked. He he sucked a little bit, but this isn't. This is more. This is more on the team. This is more on the young defense. I mean, Clifton. I don't know. Even Connor Clifton had a had a couple of rough. I mean, one of those one of those Islander goals. It was. I mean, basically, the player was left wide open. You know. You know, get on your man. That was that was his man, and he didn't go after him. He went after. He went. To, he followed the puck. He didn't follow. He didn't stick with the open man. But it was just, you know, it was that second period, and you know, if if they're gonna win this series, I hate to tell you this, they got to play with a little bit more intensity for tw- for sixty minutes, not take. The second period off. All right, they played well in the first period. Took the set, went on vacation in the second period, and then the third period came back. But then again, it came back to bite them in the butt. You know, and it's it's painful. It was painful to watch that third or that second period. But you know, at least we move. On. I mean, the series is tied. We go to get we go to the Gasol Coliseum for games three and four. And to be honest, guys, I'm not, I'm not too excited about going there. I am not excited about going to the Nassau Coliseum for games two and three. I mean, just be glad the Bruins aren't down two games to none because this would have been a sweep for the Islanders. But I think the, I think the defense has to show, start showing up. All right. I mean, you know, McAvoy, Grizzlick, and Carlo, they're fine. They're all set. It's those other guys, you know. I you know Clifton in there, um, Lazan in there. You know those guys. Those those guys. I mean, Clifton missed his assignment covering his man. You know, Lazan chucks, coughs up the puck, gives a breakaway in overtime. So you know the Bruins on paper, the Bruins should be beating the crap out of these guys. All right. They should be beating. They should have beaten these guys last night. You know, by the, by the score of three to two, and it shouldn't have been an it shouldn't have been an overtime game. 
It's just that the guys... It's just that the the guys didn't show up in this. It was that second period. Let's face it. It was the second period that hurt these guys. You know, and then and then the bad bounce in the third period or in overtime. And, you know, I don't know. It's 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 getting to be, you know, if they don't play a full 60 minutes, I have to I have to be honest with you. You know, this team I don't know. This team has been a little bit of, was a little bit of a disappointment last night. I expected more. When Coyle came out and scored the first goal of the game, I says, "Oh, now we're off and rolling." And then they just basically fell apart in the second period. And then third period they woke up again. You know? And I don't know what to say. And that second line, now here's the other thing. What happened to that second line? I mean, Krejci's been playing great ever since the trade, and all of a sudden, the lights went out. You know, it's like non-existent. It was like a non-existent that play that that line did not exist last night. Maybe it was because DeBrusque was on that line. So who knows? Hopefully, we get Smith back before games games three and four. You know. You know, they can't show up for a twenty minute for twenty minutes of hockey and expect to win. You know, you know, and the same thing happened against the Blues, you know, in the play in the Stanley in the Stanley Cup finals. You know, and the and the team was flat the whole entire second period. Unbelievable. I mean, as long as they tried their best and, you know, you know, and they did. They did in the first, first and third periods. You know, but it's it's it. It was just it was just a brutal second period that killed the team. And if you can't play a full sixty minutes, you know what the hell. You know, who who knows? But I'm I'm not too confident about going into. Nassau Coliseum for the next two games. I'm basically sitting here. You know, I'm not, you know, I have a feeling that they're they're gonna need they're they're gonna be in desperation mode for game five at the TD Garden. Because I really don't see the island I don't see the Bruins winning those two games on at Nassau Coliseum. I honestly don't. Especially with the way that they played in that second period last night. You know, the rest of the, I mean, basically, they did, I mean, they showed up for the first and third, but you got, you got to play a full 60 and that, that just really irritated me last night. You know, maybe juggling the lines a little bit. I mean, at one point, Carson Kuhlman was going to be on that second line. Instead, um, Bruce Cassidy decided to put Jake DeBrusque. I would actually put Jake DeBrusque back on that third line and put Carson Kuhlman or Kuhlman up on that second line because maybe you might get you might get a little bit more spark out of that. Not, you know, I know DeBrusque has played with with Krejci a lot, you know, last couple of seasons, but still, I think DeBrusque is better off on that third line with Charlie Coyle, and he's been good with Charlie Coyle. I mean, he scored a couple. He's 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 been fine playing on that third line with Charlie Coyle. So who knows? But the thing is, like I said, this team needs to show up. You know, second period killed them. That's I'm going to keep saying it. 
I'm going to keep saying it, that the team really didn't show. That's what killed. That's what really hurt the team. You know, the Bees look much better than than the Islanders for a majority of the night. And those Islanders goal, I mean, I, you got to admit, those Islanders goals were garbage. You know, and this, and basically you let in a couple of garbage goals or you play like garbage and it's going to hurt you. And to be honest, you know, yeah, you cough up, cough up a couple of garbage goals, but this was a team loss. You know, there is no reason the Islanders go up three to one after the second period. There's no reason. And to, to be honest, you know, you shouldn't have to fight back like they did. I mean... I was happy that they f- went into overtime, but I knew it was going to be there. There was going to be some stupid thing to screw up an overtime, and it certainly did. And his name was Jeremy Lazan. So I, I just I don't know what to say. I mean, the Bruins. I mean, you know, you could take into consideration the goaltending for the Islanders. Yeah, they they had Sorokin in the first game a rookie and basically he's he was a rebound machine so basically you know i would i would the the, the island the rangers bruins wow i'm getting confused here the bruins should have should have won that game easily anyways because of the rookie goaltender once i found out Varlar, varlamov was going to start last last night's game i said okay now we're in for a good series so who knows what's going to happen you know, if Varlamov goes the rest of the distance in the series, the Bruins are in trouble. All right? The Bruins made it too easy for Varlamov. You know? They 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 got the shots off that they needed, but they didn't do it, like, in a way too many, you know, they took way too many shots on the outside. And a lot of shots were at, you know, were basically shot right at Varlamov. You know? So... He's going to be the different. I mean, he's going to be the difference in this series, along with a along with a bunch of other things. But still, this team shouldn't, you know, should have tried a little bit more harder in the second period. All right, maybe the game would have been a lot better. All right, but um, you know. You got to you got to think about this and like I've been saying I have a feeling that they the Bruins are have their I I know it's still early. I know the series is tied at one game apiece, but still they're in trouble going into the net. they they got to you know, they split the first two games of the Garden. They got to split first two games here in in at Nassau Coliseum cuz the Islanders are going to want it more. And even even in the back in the beginning of the season, I said that the Islanders were actually the team to beat this year. And you know they didn't have a great um, regular season. I mean they they started out really good and a little bit of you know pro- issues there, but now they're they're you know they've performed. And basically, like I said in my pre, you know I've I've actually I said all I've been saying it all year long. The Islanders are going to be the team. The Islanders are going to be the team, and they're going to prove it. All right? They're going to push and push and push. And I have a feeling the Bruins got to do something. They got to, for the next two games, they got to play full 60. 
None of this. Let's let's take a period off. Let's take the first period off. Oh, no. We played great in the first period. Let's take the second one off. You know, and not rely on that last 20. Because if, if you're playing hockey and you're going to rely on that last 20, you know, you're not going to have a chance. You got to play a full 60. I don't care if it's like hitting, hitting, you know, hitting in the corners, grinding it out, scoring goals. That's that's how you're going to win games. I mean, this is this is this is this was, you know, a, I don't know, you know, and to go and blame Tuka Rask for this for this loss is ridiculous. All right, everybody's saying, you know, everybody's saying put in Swayman. You got to put Swayman in there. No, I don't see Swayman coming. I don't see, I don't see it being Swayman's net unless Tuka Rask goes down with a really serious injury. Now I know that he's probably not one hundred percent from his back issues during the season, but still, okay, you can't blame him because the team didn't show up in the second period. Plain and simple. All right, team just didn't show up. All right, because you know, and the thing is, you know, Lazan, you know, you know, if you're gonna point the put, if you're gonna point, you know, fingers at a player on the team, point it at Lazan. You know, two goals were were, you know, two of the goals were his fault in last night's game. You know, I know that the I know that the Bruins are the better team in this series, but you know. I don't know. You can't, you can't, you got to play a full 60. You know, they blew, they blew their home ice advantage now. You know, they're going to, they're going to have to split on Long Island. And I don't, I don't see them. I don't see that happening. I mean, I just don't see it happening. You know, they're going to go into a bill. They're going to go into a building that the, it's the last where, where it's the Islanders last season you don't think that the Islanders are going to really want to win in front of their hometown crowd, in front of their hometown fans, you know, to win a Stanley, bring a Stanley Cup to Long Island in the last season of that building. They're going to want it more when, when, when they're in that building. Oh, yeah. I don't see, I don't see the Bruins coming. I don't see, this isn't going to look good. This isn't going to look good going for games three and four. So you're going to have to like look at this and see, oh, well, guess what? Going back to the TD Garden for game five, the Bruins, I have a feeling the Bruins are going to have their backs to the wall. And that's when guys are going to have to show up. All right. Yes, I know the perfection line has shown up, especially, you know, with Pasternak having the hat trick in game one and Marshawn scoring the tying goal last night. But still, everybody's got to show up for this game. And to be honest, I kind of expected a little bit more out of that second line. You know, but I know Smith is injured. Smith is injured, so that probably played a little bit in the in the line chemistry, but still, I expected a little bit more out of out of Hall and Krejci last night. But who knows? You know, and I'm scratching my head right now wondering how this team is going to be you know how this team's going to be better and they need to clean up whatever that second period was they need to clear that crap up 
They need to clear out of their I mean, half the time in the second period, they couldn't even clear the puck out of their zone. All right? You know, there was some good out of that, but, you know, there was some good out of that, but still. You know, first and third periods were the only th- were the only good thing. It was the second period that really hurt them. They probably would have won this game three to one. You know, if it hadn't been for that for that awful third period, and the team would be up two games to none. All right, plain and simple. And like, you know, you can't go blaming you know. You know, you can't go blaming Rask for this one. All right, it's all on Lazan. You know, all on him. You know, if it were... Now, here's the thing. If it were maybe Tory Krug that did it, or Zdeno... Well, if it were Zdeno Chara that did it, you could blame him on his slow, big body. All right? That's that's that. But if you... You know, if it was Tory Krug like that, I don't think you would put the really put the blame on him. But since, you know, Lazan's a rookie, you know, rookie mistake, yeah, but you know what? That rookie mistake... Cost you in overtime. And I don't think, I think that maybe Tenorti should get the start. You know, here's the other thing. This team is a physical, this this team's going to be playing a lot more physical. I mean, I'd like to see Trent, I mean, here's the other thing. Where's Trent Frederick? Why don't you dress, you know, dressing him. You know, dress Tenorti. You know, dress some of these guys. I mean, I don't know what the rules are for bringing guys up. But I would actually bring in a couple of other defensemen. You know, somebody else. You know, Tenorti or somebody who played in Prov- I I basically don't care. I just don't want to see Jeremy Lazan in there for at least a game. And I bet you if you took him out of the lineup, the team would probably win. But we need Miller back. I'd like to see Tenorti in there. I want to see Trent Frederick on that. How about throwing Trent Frederick on, the, on that second line instead of Kuhlman or instead of DeBrusque? You know, but last night's game was, it was exciting, but it was a little bit of a disappointment. You know, that it, basically, I'm going to keep saying it. That second period killed the team. You know, full 60, guys. Full 60. I mean, it was a good game, you know, but still, you know, got to give credit to the Islanders. And they're going to probably wind up winning this series. They're going to wind up, the Islanders are going to win, wind up winning this series if the Bruins don't play a full 60. You know, and the thing is, you know, that's, you know, and the other thing is that second line. You know, I keep bringing a lot of different things going through my mind this morning. And you're not going to, you know, there's a lot of stuff going through my head. You know, I'm bouncing around. I know I'm bouncing around all over the place, but still, you know, that it, I'm going to go back. It's going to be, it was a second period. It was just that second period. They would have been fine. This team would have been fine if they would have played and if they would have shown up, you know, maybe, maybe even, you know, like I said, you know Taylor Hall and and David Krejci didn't even it didn't feel like that they got any they were on the ice at all. Maybe it was Jake DeBrusque that that brought them down. You know maybe maybe DeBrusque is the only is the reason why 
you know, Taylor Hall and, and David Krejci were basically non-existent last night. But, you know, you got to play a full six. I mean, the, it's the important thing is playing a full 60. They need to play a full 60 minutes. And they if they would have played a full 60, they probably would have won the game. But no, they decided to take the second. They decided to go take the second period off. But we'll just have to say see what happens in games three and four because I will tell you right now, they're they're in for a they're they're in for a shocker. Bruins fans are in for a shocker. So I don't know. I think they better. I think after after games three games they they have to split one of those games. If they if they go out and lose those two games. You might as well break out the golf bags, make your tea times. It's over. This show is available on all your fe- all your favorite streaming platforms: iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. And you can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. And are you interested in advertising on the show? Please contact Believe at Believe.com. Thanks for listening. Have a great week and go Bruins. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.